Are we ready? No, obviously not. One of us is drunk and the other one's on the road. Oh, okay, good. As long as that's not the same person, we should be fine. (laughs) This is true. (laughs) Good one. Good one. Welcome to the continued podcast adventures of Superhero Speak. But I think many of the people that love this character and that love superheroes in general have used these stories as inspiration to say, you know what? I'm going to do something good in the world. I'm going to make a difference like my hero when I was a kid. That is my fondest memory of it because when, you, when you're doing comic books, you want them to affect people. Right. You bring people to care. You want, you want to strike emotions. And I knew that that clone saga was striking a lot of emotions. Can you yep. imagine uh, Pulp Fiction starring Goofy and uh, Mickey Mouse? I can totally imagine that. I'm no sure somebody's written that one pounder with cheese and France, Mickey. What? <laughs> <laughs> Boy, ale with cheese, Mickey. Yeah. I can totally. See? I, I, would, I would watch the hell out of that movie. Yes, I gladly saw, sacrifice that my, my progeny to you, almighty Marvel beast. <laughs> <laughs> but Neil Adams is somewhere going, hmm, it's, uh, it's my time. Uh, <laughs> how do you measure success? everyone and welcome to the craziness that is superhero speak i'm your host dave and john the cause of said craziness probably oh and i'm jd i'm not helping matters no 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 i'm in fact we joked last week that that john would be here but jd wouldn't jd's only half here this week he's in the car i'm i'm in the car i'm we make we make do with what we have oh this is true this is true i also got a key but i'm gonna hold it till the show's over (laughs) So Dave, we're going long tonight, right? Yeah, yeah let's let's make it a three hour one tonight. Uh, oh, let's let, let's not. Then <laughs> let's... I'm going in my then I'm going in my pants. Uh, <laughs> Might be too much information. Uh, by the way, today's episode is brought to you by Depends. <laughs> that depends. Uh, well then I guess we'll start with you, Mystery Man. How has your week been, JD? Busy, 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 busy. We're trying to like school's ending. This rest, this this everything's pushed into wrestling season. This, this wrestling season pushed into the, the year. It's kind of a disaster. Like it's just, I don't know, man. I, my time has been so divided up lately. It's 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 been kind of stressful. Like very looks looking forward to getting the five year old into kindergarten and finding some sense of normalcy. Mm. Ah. So yeah, how are you guys? I'm doing good. You know, I can't complain. Oh wow, we're mixing it up. We'll make John go last this week. I've been I've been busy as well. Not as busy as you, JD, but yeah, been just you know. Oh my god. So so here we go. So my weekend got totally lost because I help my I volunteer on Saturdays every other Saturday. Though this is the last weekend for a while for the program that I volunteer with, and so that was my Saturday morning. And then I don't remember what I did Saturday afternoon, but it's just like I did not get anything done I wanted to, and then. Yesterday, Sunday, because we record on Mondays, my brother asked, oh, can you help me? He wanted to build shelves for his DVDs uh, and Blu-rays. And I thought I had a big collection. He's got 24,000 DVDs DVDs and Blu-rays between movies and television. Yes. So essentially, he had shelves, but he ran out of room. So he thought if he created built-in shelves, he could get more on them. Were they reinforced? (laughs) No, but I mean, DVDs don't cost way that much. I when mean, you've got 20,000 of them, yeah. <laughs> 20,000 is a lot. Like, were they hooked to a wormhole? 
Is his heart is his shelf a TARDIS? Like that's a hard that's a hard thing to manage. Yeah. So his house is going to implode into a black <laughs> hole of obsolete technology. I mean, and it's funny too because he borrowed. I have a electric miter saw that he borrowed like the end of last year to do this, and then he never did it. And then he was kind of like, "Hey, I'm going to do it this weekend. Can you help me?" And I realized he was afraid to use the saw because I did all the cutting. So it was just like. Yeah, and it took us all day, but he got it done, and now he's got a place to hold his DVDs. But yeah, and it was one of those things where like you get home and you're just like tired, and you just veg and go to bed. So getting up for the gym this morning was hard, but I did it because I'm dedicated. And like some people, John, <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> but yeah, that's it. Other than that um, work, and then I've been actually helping a friend who's looking for a new job. You know, gave him helped them with their resume, gave them some pointers, and actually found a couple openings for them at my company. So that they submitted the resume for today. So fingers yeah. crossed. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. So that was my week. How are you, John? Yeah, I'm good. I, I, w- I wasn't here last week because I was stuck at my sister's house. Not stuck. I, I went there to watch her kids while she and her husband took, you know, a trip over to Sandals, Sandals Resorts and, you know, recharge. And uh, yeah, there was no way I was going to be able, I would normally do the podcast from there, but the way the kids were acting and all that, and my sister was getting home that night, things were just crazy. Just no way. So, but I, yeah, yeah, that was my whole week was spending it with my, with three nephews hanging off my arms. John, when are you and I going to go to Sandals to recharge? Yeah, no. (laughs) (sighs) I will never be that desperate. (laughs) No, you sure? Yeah, pretty sure. Oh, okay. Uh, I mean, you were here the week before, and people were getting worried, you know? We were going to put you on a milk carton and everything. That would have been hysterical. I would have loved that. (laughs) But yeah, no, nothing else else to report. You know, COVID times are kind of ending. Everybody I know is vaccinated. I'm I'm now fully vaccinated. So, you know, everything's uh, going well. Yeah, I actually heard a rumor that since you're fully vaccinated, you weren't afraid to hug somebody this weekend. And we'll leave it at that. Oh. We'll leave yeah. the audience guessing. Oh, you, no. You, that's my friend. She's getting married. <sighs> you ruined it. Jeez. I'm not ruining anything. Oh, I almost forgot. So we had Joey DiCarlo from So Wizard fill in for John last week. And Joey mentioned that So Wizard is was part of the live stream for The Cure. And I was a part of the Apron 8th. I'm sorry. I was going to say 8th, but right. The Gorilla Brain Podcasts segment for the live stream for the core cure they're raising money for, obviously for cancer research the goal was fifteen thousand dollars they hit eighteen thousand dollars this year nice so so congratulations to everyone who was involved and it was a great cause and superhero speak will be doing a segment next year promise you that so cool yes very cool oh, we may even be able to do the philly podcast next year too again like we've got a lot Hopefully. of things we're going to do next year <laughs> a lot of things next year so, so yeah, that was that that was exciting news. I was happy to hear that, and I was happy to be a small part of that success. So, we are we're off to bigger and better things, people. Well, at least bigger things. Oh well, okay. So, so speaking of of things, hey. oh, comment from I was going to say Kelly? something. I, yep. No, I got it. yes, I do have a comment actually. According to Facebook today, because you go back and look at your memories, four years ago today, I was guest star. On the Superhero Speak podcast. Yes, you were. Yes, you were a guest four years ago. It's a shame. I like to say guest I... star, but yes, 
<laughs> and it's a shame what happened since then. <laughs> no, I derailed the show multiple times. <laughs> brought, I'm sorry, JD. Brought everything to a grinding halt. Yeah, hey, that's okay. I you fit up, in, you, I exi- up your show. Basically, you fit in so well that we we hired you. That's how it works. Exactly. <laughs> You're screwed up. It was a are. good. It was a good first episode. I'm not sure what happened since. Like, <laughs> no, it's, I just thought that was interesting. I've been with you guys quite a long time. Yes. We've been doing this for so long, John. What, seven years now? Criminy. Something like that? Something like, or no, I think it's eight years, John. So <laughs> I think it's eight years, uh, May, beginning of May. Well, this is fun. <laughs> so, so I've been, so I've been here like half the existence of the show. Yes. Mm. So I'm not the new guy anymore. No, no. no. Oh, okay, good. No, Don's the new guy. Don is like, I joked about him this guest star. Don is like the special guest star. He's like season one Urkel family matters. He just kind of, <laughs> he like drops in and kind of like dominates the scenery and then goes away. And there's an option to bring him in, but you know, we haven't quite yet. He, he will love that. And we know he listens every week. So yes. Oh, I know. I know. That's why I, I knew Don would appreciate that one. So. Don, you are our Urkel. Uh, well, we'll see how he takes it. <laughs> <laughs> and speaking of, of friends of the show and, and all of that, we could do a little social media. We only have one tweet for social media madness. Oh, thank guys. God. I mean, oh, and that's partially my fault. I was busy and did, and was slacking a little on our social media this week. Keep slacking. Keep slacking. <laughs> oh, no, I'm going to make up for it big time this week. I got a lot of stuff to take care of. But... Obligatory tweet. Uh, of course, we talked about the Snake Eyes trailer last week. It's too bad you weren't here to talk about it, John. Yeah. Um, and Timothy Jones, director of, of Sour Creeps, said, I watched the trailer and wow, I think I'll go see this. I've never really been a big G.I. Joe fan. Hmm. I think I'll roll the dice and see how it goes. That's a crap pun, JD. <laughs> I. I- I know, Don. I know. I know. You mean Tim? Terrible. Yeah, Tim. I, I, I said Don. Sorry, yeah, you said Don, and you called. He, he he called you out in the tweet <laughs> because it's we, it's the gimmick. Like I'm always one got to be like, oh. So because yeah, because he make he makes the daddest dad jokes on the internet. Yes, he does. Yes, that's that's the whole stick with the sour grapes available like, in finer comics. I mean, finer newspapers across the country. So, John, since you weren't here. Real quick, did you see the Snake Eyes trailer? What did you think? Well, it's interesting if you like, you know, karate movies, slice them up movies. But what what's the rating at? PG? PG thirteen. So, yeah, PG thirteen. Yeah, so uh, you know, I, and I was never a big GI. Well, we got a bit of attenuation there. Uh oh. We 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 hit. You're you're hitting a a place between cell towers, JD. Bit of what? I'll stop go. talking. No, no, no. You're good now. Now, oh, now we say, sorry, this is going to be a rough one. For those of you that I've explained this already, that I can, I'm coming back from a wrestling meet, yeah. And the only way I can be on the show is to do it this way. So I'm not, I'm majorly distracted, but I'm going to soldier on because I'm a trooper, much like Michael Dudikoff in the American Ninja films of the 1980s. Which, <laughs> if you were expecting those violent masterpieces from GI Joe Snake Eyes, you'd be mistaken. Right. I got back there. Event. I got back there eventually. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so you know, it's it's it may be something that you know I watch in the background. I I, I don't know. 
Not I'm probably interested. never going to see this movie. I'm not either. I'm never going to see this movie. Unless I make us watch it for the podcast. Unless you make us watch it for the podcast, and I'll probably fall asleep like I did during you, Bloodshot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You, you wouldn't do that to us. There, there's much better movies we we could be tortured with. <laughs> oh, I don't know. Do, we'll Dune is coming. Oh, God. Oh, we that's have... straight. Dune is coming. But I like the original Dune. No matter how artsy and weird it was, it oh, just have worked. You, have you seen Hodowarski's Dune? The documentary? Oh, no. Oh, it could have been way artsier. Uh-huh. Oh, I'm sure. Oh, no, you have to watch this documentary. It's about this, excuse me, Mexican filmmaker from the 1970s who had a chance to make Dune in, like, 1973. Oh, wow. And it's the disaster. It's, this movie would have been brilliant or horrible, and there's no middle ground. Wow. Like, it's a fascinating documentary. He talks about how depressed he was when he walked in to see Lynch's. And in the middle, like, he's talking, they, they edit this brilliantly. And he just goes in the middle, it's terrible! And he was all happy about it. Like, it was, it was pretty good. But he hired, like, H.R. Geiger to do, like, the designs. And he had Dan Bannon, who did the Giants from Alien. So, I mean, like, this would have been an interesting-looking film. Whether or not it would have had a narrative, you know, ground to stand on, I have no idea. But I highly recommend that documentary. Hmm. I'm getting my, doc- my recommendation out of the way. Oh, huh, okay. <laughs> All right. Well, on that note, here is our good friend D Square to tell you that you can follow us on social media, be part of social media madness, so I can shout you out next week. Take it away, Don. Enjoying the show? Want to be part of social media madness? Make sure you are following SuperheroSpeak.com, where you can find all of the show's social media links at the top of the page. While you're there, you can check out old episodes of the podcast, as well as some other great content. Check the site often, because we are posting some great comic reviews, as well as comic book and movie news content every day. Make sure and follow us on Twitter, at Superhero Speak. And while you're there, check out the rest of the Geek World All-Stars Podcast Network. You can follow them at stars underscore geek. Geek World All-Star Podcast Network include great programs such as the Pop Prison Power Podcast, Cult 45, So Wizard, Fans on Patrol, the Gorilla Brain Podcast, and of course, Superhero Speak. Search for hashtag GWAllStars. You will not be disappointed. Now, it's back to Dave and the boys on Superhero Speak. Thank you for that, Don. And don't forget to check out the Omega Level Nerd Podcast, available on YouTube and wherever podcasts are available. And on that note, we'll take our first commercial break, and we'll be right back. After these messages, we'll be right back. All right. We are back, and we do have a little bit of news to talk about this week, guys. We can start with the trailer that hit today. We got our first sneak peek at the Eternals, and I'm kind of curious what you guys thought. Did you guys get a chance to watch the trailer, John? Yeah, I'm. I'm getting more interested in this. You know, I think. I think. I think they might pull a Guardians of the Galaxy on this and make us actually like, like and care about these uh, characters and all. Okay. Yeah. You know, right. Seeing that, at least we know there's going to be humor in it. You know that that last uh, scene with them sitting at the table. So with Captain America gone and and Tony dead, who do you think is going to lead well, the Avengers? And <laughs> that that's that's my question. How does that fit in? Like, because I get a feeling like it doesn't take place on Earth. So how do they know about? No, this takes place on Earth. They've been watching the whole. They've been there the whole time. 
you know, watching us, leading us along, but never, never interfering, but, you know, helping, helping the human race to grow. So they've been in the background over everything that's happened, all the Avengers movies and all that. So that's the impression I got, but that's kind of the impression I got. I mean, so which would be a very interesting premise because then, you know, okay. So some, something's going on that's bringing them out of the woodwork now to, I don't know, some kind of threat or something. Maybe it's one of their own, probably, you know, because Marvel, even though their movies are good, they can't seem to come up with a really good villain except for either the same power or the same suit or whatever. But, you know, I, I think I'm interested. Okay. How about how about you, J.D.? I have a handful of thoughts. All it's, right. he, J, J.D.'s all broken up about it. First well, then you're, the, you're attenuated. The you're Marvel attenuated. You're, cast that guy from ancient to make an appearance wait you'll have to say it again jd you were you were really attenuated there for a second am i okay now or no okay there's gonna be some editing this week on the show dave in in solidarity i will eat this gummy worm so that i am the same no no let him talk before he loses cell towers stick that gummy worm in your mouth i have a couple of if marvel doesn't cast the guy from ancient aliens to make an appearance they're missing an opportunity Uh uh-huh nice where if they've been here the whole time why were they sitting back on their haunches during the whole snap thing with thanos right or even even, they never they don't interfere like that was why now so that's the thing i think i don't like i don't like this trailer right people are comparing it to guardians of the galaxy the guardians of the galaxy trailer was very successful in that in two minutes, it introduced us to our characters, and it kind of laid out what a loose idea of the plot was. This trailer was all art, all fart, and no character. I know nothing of this movie. I know less about the Eternals than I did before I pressed play this morning. Hmm. Yes, and I and I, I I don't like it. To be honest, I think they missed a huge opportunity. They went with them. They were trying to show off. It was very Zack Snydery. They went show off instead of like sell me on why I need to watch this movie. Yes. Yeah, I agree. I mean, and, and like, I feel like they were hinting at some kind of like eternal love story or something around the movie, which is just like, okay, I don't, I don't get that aspect of it. Well, and two then, of them are a couple, aren't they? I mean, the that seems to be right. I remember correctly, that's kind of canon. So yeah, but I, I don't know. I just like, and I'm with JD. <laughs> I like, I hate the whole. Oh, they've been around forever, but now they're getting involved. Even the, after all these weird things have happened, the snap, you know. After- like, Half the planet was wiped out for five years. Or were they? Eternals? Well, Why yeah, did... but if they, if it's their, again, if it's their policy not to interfere, then whatever's happening is either a threat now? from one of their... What? Why now? Like, I right. it's, pot, it's very plot contrived to me. Well, that, that's like, what I'm saying. Um... That, that's what I'm saying. It's probably a threat from one of their own, which would, but force, also... which would literally force them to have to do something. Then, what... tell, me, then tell me that in the trailer. Give me a reason to be invested. Like I have no reason to be invested in any of this. I, you know what? I normally I say they put too much in a trailer, but in this case, I think I agree with you. You know, but and, and it yeah. also goes along. It also goes along with the main complaint about how they brought Captain Marvel into the MCU. They introduced her in the '90s, then she left Earth, and then the the yada 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 like forty. No, years. no, no. <laughs> What's his name? Sam Jackson. Nick Fury. Nick Fury waits until the snap to call her. Like. All these opportunities before the hand. Remember, he has the pager at the end of Infinity War. 
Yeah, Ultron and the Chitauri invasion weren't enough to to get him to exactly to get to, to pager. It was just like really maybe 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 he lost the pager in the seats of the car and he only found it a week ago. <laughs> exactly, it's the whole contrived thing, and it's like people complained about that. Well, I just think they're going to complain about this the same. Considering way. the sheer amount of planning that they've done that has actually worked out, we can forgive them a few things. Especially if you then try to compare it to DC, they, uh, you can give them all the pa- like you can give them some passes for some of this, you know. Well, I mean, you can't compare anything to DC. I mean, I know DC's a hot mess. Yes, they are. Before we move on to DC, though, sticking with Marvel, you had uh, sent the new Loki trailer. Yes, for us to discuss with this minute's trailer. Yes, did did you did JD? Did you see the trailer? You know, where Loki's naked. I had no, I got the beam. No, I got I think the we're gonna... email before when I was doing right. stuff, so I didn't have a chance to watch it. sounds like an auto-translate. Tra- auto I'm sorry, JD. It was a, it's a bad auto-tune, JD. Yeah. I mean, we got, we got, we got that you hadn't seen it yet. Because, I mean, I, I, it, what, it came out this morning or something like that, or maybe no, earlier this. I thought, I thought it came out earlier this week, but yeah, it wasn't. Uh, but um, yeah, I only got to see it. it's, it's worth watching, JD, and it's, it is it, that that one packs enough in that to make you really interested in what's going yes. on. Yes, yeah, they they give a little bit more away of what's you understand what's going on in Loki. And um, I will, I will say the one thing I learned from the trailer or from reviews of the trailer or investigation in the trailer is that what everybody thinks is black widow sitting there on the next next to, or sitting alone. And then next to Loki with the, you know, the planets in the background, uh-huh. that's actually Sophia Di Martino, whatever character she's playing. And I don't think we know who, what character she's playing yet, but some people think it might be the female alternate Loki like or something like that. I, I don't. I don't know. That 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 could make that would work. I didn't know like anything about there was. I didn't know there was a female alternate Loki oh, until yeah. like this morning. <laughs> the other thing in that trailer, we get a glimpse at Ravona, and those who are familiar with Marvel comics know that she has a big tie-in with Kang the Conqueror. Oh, did you notice in one scene she's sitting there as the judge, and right behind her is the time the 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 time leader that looks like Kang. Yes, I mean, which has led to early speculation that Kang will show up in Loki. Well, he's supposed to show up in Multiverse of Madness, isn't he? No, Ant-Man and Wasp. Quantumania. Quantumania. Quantumania, okay. Yeah, so so yeah, that's where he, he's the main villain in that. But, you know, they could tease him in this, but we'll see. This is going to be another WandaVision where we're going to have speculation every week while we're watching. Well, it's fun. And it all comes back to what's his face, to Mephisto. So, oh, it's all, is that going to be it again every week? It's Mephisto. I, I'm, I am so sure. It's Mephisto, damn it! Is it? Is it always Mephisto? Well, it, if it all, if it's always Mephisto, oh, it's at least Mephisto. once we'll be right. <laughs> what's what that? Was that? What was that, JD? Uh-oh. Is my microphone working yet? It is yeah, now. It is now. There we, we go. This we, we are such a top-notch pot touch. <laughs> See, I get we talk top notch podcast, man. You know, we're just so smooth. <laughs> and now you're talking over JD. Well, I know, doesn't... right? Sorry, I'm on JD. A highway now. That's fine. Whatever it is, it is. I'm on a highway, so but if it's good, it's clean. If it's not, screw it. Um, I had a point to make. I forget what it was. Whatever. 
You you uh, said I think you said it's never Mephisto. No, it'll never be Mephisto. No. no. I've given up hope of the devil ever coming in. I don't know about if that's hope, but Well, I've given up fear? The devil? I don't know. He ain't coming in. Yeah, no, he's not. I wonder if they'd ever bring him in though. I don't think so. Something about China. Like that yeah. the Chinese don't like the devil or whatever. But they don't like isn't it the Eternals they're mad about too for some reason? Yeah, they don't like a lot of stuff like that. So they don't like gods and, and whatnot. I thought I thought Feige had already admitted earlier this week that like changing out what was it in in Doctor Strange, right? The yeah. who is the one that, that they changed out the the, the master one? the ancient one. Yeah, he said he, he admitted that that was a mistake to switch them out because of China to change to change yeah. the race. So maybe they maybe they've gotten so big that they can now like even bully China, like you or not care. Like, well, I don't know. That's an excellent segue because you know how big, how big Disney and Marvel has gotten. How yeah. big have they gotten? There is a rumor that they're looking to buy DC out from. Uh, I, I found this earlier today. I think it's poopy. Oh, it probably is poopy, but it's everywhere. At the moment, it is everywhere. It caught on. It's like 1983 all over again. Yeah, if you if you if you tracked it down, you probably it probably originated. We got this covered or something. Oh, it is when we got this covered. Yeah, well, of course it is. Oh yeah, of course. I don't yeah. think it, it didn't it didn't origin it didn't originate there. I forget. I can look at my Twitter because I found it from Jerome Michael, you know, uh, artist. He, he's the one who concluded immediately. It's uh, on Smash. It's the name of the website. And they are a yeah. verified Twitter handle, and I've never been to their site. So I don't know, but they're reporting this as legit. I don't think I'd buy it. They said that they said that the rumor started last week, but they were waiting for verification from someone they know, you know, basically over at Marvel to confirm it, and and they did that. And they didn't say it's a done deal, but Marvel Disney is very interested in in buying it. I'm sure Disney would be interested in buying DC characters. Why wouldn't they? They absorb everything. Why would Warner let them? Yeah. Warner's being sold by AT&T though, isn't it? But yes. yes, but why would yes, it's being spun off, right? They are purchased by they're being spun off, I should say, into something with discovery that has a lovely name Warner something. Right. But why would they why would they get rid of the one thing in Warner that makes them money, no matter how mismanaged it is? And that's their DC properties. Because they get their golden parachute and leave and No, yeah, but I mean like at the same time, like gold, it's not that golden parachute. Like, there's always going to be money in making Batman movies and Batman and cartoons. Well, like, why would you cash that out? Makes no sense. From my, from what I've read, is and then have to share. From what I read, AT and T doesn't want to be in the movie making business anymore, TV making business. Like because they don't want... because Hollywood hated right. them. Right, they're getting out. They're well, yeah, I get that. But I mean, they're spinning off all their properties, any all their media stuff, anyway. So they've already divested that. They sold that. They sold literally sold all that to Discovery. So why would why would Discovery, in inquiring all this Warner Media, say, "Go ahead, get rid of DC Comics"? We don't want Batman. Like that makes no sense. Like, like unless Discovery is dumber than I think they are. Like they've literally just lost the one thing that could make them a lot of money in all this. Like yeah. especially in streaming world. Like it doesn't make this reads to me like no. I could see them selling the publishing rights but then they lose their ip farm right because yeah. now you got to cut a check to disney every time you create exactly yeah so it does, that's to... why this it doesn't make sense this rumor doesn't make financial sense right you'd have to sell off the whole thing not just 
not just the publishing rights. And then the other you question. Could, you could. No, you could. You could hire Marvel to do your characters, right? But then anytime something, if they create something that gets big, like say the next Sinestro for War is done in this new Marvel DC joint operation, now you have to cut the Disney in on whatever thing you're going to pull from it. Rather than just having it, which realistically speaking, the comics division doesn't cost them a lot of money. Like comics is insignificant compared to the rest of the money Warner Media right. pisses away. Right. But then it also, the other thing was that I was questioning when I was reading this is if Marvel and DC is now owned by one company, how does that fit? I mean, I know there's other companies, but I know there's a certain percentage before you're considered a monopoly. So what percentage of the, of the, comics industry is marvel and dc and thus does that make it a monopoly if it's owned by one company hmm. so that's what's interesting is like in the 60s dc was the pub like dc published marvel comics right and yeah. they cap right they can only cap they can only print so many books and then the it was ruled a monopoly so then they were all marvel's allowed to kind of really go out on their own so i don't i mean granted our our government today is not nearly as interested in prosecuting monopolies as they once were. But I don't yeah. think they, with the proliferation of independent comics and dark horse and image and all that, I don't think we're touching monopoly territory. Right. I mean, that's, yeah, that is true too. There are a lot of other in publishers now, but I don't know. It's an interesting question. And I don't know. Our government needs money. So they might go, they might go after Disney. They'll be going after Facebook first. Trust me. No. True. Oh, yeah. Disney owns everything. Yeah, but Facebook sure. is more yeah. dangerous. Um, Facebook is more dangerous than Disney. Disney's competent. Yes. <laughs> well, yeah, they're they're competent and they're not. I don't think they're doing a whole lot of evil. So, like, they first Facebook and and uh, Instagram and Twitter. Then Disney's Disney's subtly. Yeah. Facebook oh, yeah. is just pronounced. They're pronounced with their evil. You know. Like yeah. Zuckerberg was out there with that twirly mustache. He's not fooling. Yeah. And just Jeff Bezos. Don't don't forget Amazon. So Facebook he's, is he's buying, I mean, Disney is subtly evil. That's that's the title. Well, yeah. yeah. If you if you ever cross their IP, you're dead. Right? Oh, yeah. So like, you know, like their 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 companies are one of the major people, the major groups on YouTube that are, you know, continually striking these these, you know, rinky dink little channels where there's like a little bit of background music like somebody singing let it go and and suddenly their channel gets gets a strike some some eight-year-old is sitting there crying so does, that's 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 not a lawyer that's an ai program that's doing well yeah but strikes. but they have control of it there's there's a lot going on with that but i mean and but but them and actually warner media is another big one that does that so yes. but, mm-hmm. but 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 that's not in the limelight right so so jd's absolutely right they're like there's there's they, there's they're not doing anything in the in the spotlight that would get them to the front of the list yet 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 when they buy comcast then we'll talk <laughs> uh. and then we start getting scary and like i said when they start a move to a move to acquire dc properties is right in line for what they would do yeah but i can't right. see marvel liking that either though because like it's not good for the business that's for no yeah. sure i don't know i don't know i doubt i doubt this is real yeah, no, I doubt it. We we really beat a dead horse about something that's probably like just hogwash. Wow, you're <laughs> pushing us along, John. I okay, am. John, John, you should be excited about this next story. Well, what if I said to you, Bruce Tim, J.J. Abrams, 
Wait, wait, you had me at Bruce Tim. Wait, but you lost me at JJ Abrams. So continue and Matt on. Reeves and Matt Reeves. Okay, I'm back on again. Are teaming up to do a new Batman the animated series coming to HBO Max with JJ Abrams involved? Yes. There is a there is an old <laughs> wise saying. If you, if if you if you add a spoonful of wine to a barrel full of sewage, you get sewage. But if you add a spoonful of sewage to a barrel full of wine, you still get sewage. <laughs> that was really good. What do you have against JJ? Star Trek. I like the first movie. That was one of the worst, actually. No, no, that was the best one. It was the best way to that's, reboot it at Star Trek. Oh, it God. got progressively worse after that. Like, that's that's like trying to rate which which Busey is the best. I mean, come on. I, I'm <laughs> like, sorry. No, the, the, the worst thing was was giving us Khan in the second one and trying to pretend it wasn't going to be Khan. We all knew. True. We all knew it was Khan. That was the worst ever. I think. Um, and I'm pretty sure they set up JJ to be the new Zack Snyder and, and DC Warner, whatever the hell they are right now. Yeah. Well, I mean, Bruce Timm's involved, so it can't be that bad. I'm just wondering how much how much input J.J. Abrams is going to have. If I see one freaking lens flare, so help me God. <laughs> in a cartoon? They don't do lens flares in animation, so I think you're okay. Yeah. Don't, don't, don't bet against it, you know? As long as Bruce Timm is in charge of the, the plot and the, and the over, and any overarching storylines and all that, I'm good. The designs look great. Like, they looks like they're calling back to the 1939 Batman. You're right. With the, the shape of the ears and whatnot. It looks cool to me. Yeah, it's definitely a throwback to the the early Batman. And it's going to be called Batman Cape Crusader. So, I mean, yeah. I mean, now who knows? Who knows once they get sold off if this will happen. But I don't think you poo-poo a J.J. Abrams, Bruce Tim project like this. Hell, I'd say Bruce Tim has way more clout than J.J. Abrams in, in this form. Bruce Tim created basically the best animated you know, Batman animated show of all time. Like, I, I can't see anybody else coming close to that. I don't think anyone's arguing that. I think the issue is when you have executives who don't know anything, they know J.J. Abrams before they know who Bruce Timm is. In, in this space, I don't know. But, yeah, I mean, you know, your general man on the street, I get it. Yeah, so. I don't know. I'm excited. I think it looks cool. I think it'll be interesting if it gets made. I hope it gets made. <laughs> it probably will. I mean, if you got Bruce Tim involved and you look at how how what a cult following the fir- the animated series that he created has, this is this is bankable. I mean, you know, right. you're not going to you're not going to you're going to get money out of this, so it's got to get made. So that's another thing. Is it like a, is it a it's another reboot essentially for Batman? <laughs> but yeah, no, I'll watch it. You know. It'll it'll finally be something. It'll finally be a series I'll watch on HBO Max. Well, then, then you know, then then you'll get you know Superman the 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 Boy Scout and then Justice League again. You know, maybe Bruce Tim will just follow the whole thing just all the way through again. You know, so, who knows? Oh, probably. Oh, that'd be interesting if to get like a 1940s Superman. Oh yeah. But like, give, oh, give us the oh, truth. forget you wouldn't get Justice League. You get the Justice Society. Yes. <laughs> Dude, that's something I'm surprised they've never done. So as a Superman in the 1940s, either as a comic book series or as a movie or some animated thing. Because that would be really awesome. Superman done in World War II era with yeah. modern sensibilities. Yeah. 
is I want to write this. You really well, broke up there, but we got that you want to write it. So, well, they're the, the original cartoons from back then, so. right? And they were they they were amazing cartoons, like like some of the Superman ones that I remember seeing from from you know the, the earliest ones. Yeah, like you're talking like thirty frames a second, you know? Like oh, they for, yeah, for the time they were amazing. Yeah, like the more way more fluid movement than you see these days. This is true. This is very true. So yeah. All right, I think I think JD JJ and and uh, Bruce should hire you to write the Superman counterpart for it. Uh oh. Yeah, we may he he may have gone. Let's see. I think we lost him, and I think he's coming back. Oh, there he is. So yes, just remember should. to edit this out. So JJ should hire JD hmm. to write Superman. J, JD, let me know when you are back because I've I've got something to add now for the next topic. Just a quick quick little thing. You you are definitely going to edit this one out. I, I can hear I can hear something like wind. I can't blowing. hear any, I can't hear anything. But I don't hear JD talking. I'm right here. Well, hey. Oh, there you go. There he is. I had to reconnect, and then my iPad, my iPod, and the phone started playing. So it's been a wonderful day of technical difficulties. On the upside, I was bombarded by ABC from Jackson. Oh, good. We were just saying that J.J. Abrams should hire you to write the Superman counterpart to this new cartoon. Fuck yes, he should. I would. I would watch the hell out of that. I would. I would too, just to see what I would do. Yeah. But I would also like to write that. Yeah. Yes, and and then all of a sudden, Lex Luthor would have a new henchman named uh, John O'Grady. It would be weird. Uh, as long as no, he was willing to pay for it. I, as long as I'd be willing to die, right? <laughs> I think if you're writing, I think if you're writing at that level, you don't need J. Edge. John to pay for anything at that point. I I'll take money. All right, all right. So oh, finally, wow. in the in the in the realm of us wishing things into society and wasting our powers, or w- wishing things into reality and wasting our powers, we had talked not long ago about uh, a movie series that should get a reboot, being Highlander, and it has been revealed that New Line Cinema will be doing a Highlander reboot, and Henry Cavill will possibly be playing the lead. Of all the things I've spoken into existence, I'm excited and disappointed at the same time. Yes. Why didn't you speak into us being millionaires and doing something? I know. <laughs> I know. You talk about manifestation and that all that secret garbage, and I freaking pulled it off. But it was yes. for something useless. I mean, I'm going to watch this movie. Me but... too. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to love it. <laughs> John, you're being quiet. Eh, I'm not being quiet. It's, it's like... A lot of a lot of a lot of directors have tried to reboot Highlander. Well, re- reboot Highlander in the same timeline, which is yeah, weird. Like, because because the original movie, for those of you that don't know, the original Highlander movie was a single story, right? Yes. And it ended, and then of course they made the money, and some director, probably on one of the you know pitch meetings, said, "I like money. Let's make more money. Let's do it too," and they just. I think I think the Highlander movies represent the worst series of sequels ever because they just got yes, which, worse and worse and worse. Yes. But the TV which, show was fun. Right. Which is why it's due for a reboot. Yeah. So they can redo it properly and not leave it so closed-ended at the end where a sequel makes no sense. But we don't have, like, uh, what's his name? The, the, the other famous actor in it. Shoot. Sean Connery? Sean Connery, yes. You don't have Sean Connery 
to do to, to a play French, a, a French Egyptian, Egyptian <laughs> with a Scottish accent, with a Scottish, with a slight Scottish accent. It's a slight. Yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> playing a know. Spaniard. Yeah. Have you heard a Scottish accent? He doesn't. The Scottish accent. Yeah. I mean, and, and, and no, he's actually an Egyptian. Like Sean, Sean Connery has a Sean Connery accent. Well, that's true. Right. But, but like, you know, Clancy Brown was the Kurgan. That was, I think, I think, I think actually Highlander was the very first movie to start the whole trend of the crazy villain, you know, with the, the Kurgan sitting there, you know, forcing some old lady to drive fast and then sticking his out the window and just tonguing the, the wind. I mean, just like after that, you saw a lot of villains that were just whack, whacked out, not like, you know, actual, you know, intelligent vi- villains. But yeah, Sean Connery, I mean, he kind of made some of that, you know, I, right. I and Christopher Lambert, it was was really good, too. It's just I, I mean, Henry Cavill, I, I well, if they're going to reboot, reboot it, then, yeah, I can see this. Well, going that's the other on. thing that doesn't make sense. He was the Frenchman in the movie playing a Scotsman who didn't speak English anyway. Yeah. Well, he also had his own take on on what an ac- what accent a 1,000-year-old human should have, or in his case, I was thinking it was over 400 or something like that. And, you know, I think it's summed up in one of the quotes from the movie. It's like, I can't place your accent. Where are you from? And he says, lots of places. <laughs> in which case, he sounded Australian. So, you know. So, yeah, I... I I mean, it's a great it's a great property. If they reboot it right, it could it could do well as long as they you know if they're going to do more than one movie, plan for more than one movie because every oh, yeah. sing, every single ending of the of the Highlander movies was like, and it was finished. And two weeks later, you got a trailer for the next one. I don't think since Star Wars, well, no, because Highlander was after Star Wars. I don't think since the late, at least the last two decades, they ever planned to make a single movie ever. I think they always write movies with the sequels in mind. Yeah, yeah, they do. So yeah, that makes it difficult. But you know, Henry Cavill, it's got to be good. Though he's in negotiations, he hasn't quite been cast yet. So hmm. fingers crossed. So I'll watch it. All right. Well, that's three. We're gonna watch it. So that should be good. All right. On that note, we'll take our second commercial break and we'll be right back with our main topic. After these messages, we'll be right back. All right, guys. We promised this two weeks ago. Three. Three. Three weeks ago. I don't remember. And of course, we're here to talk about Truth, Red, White, and Black, the... uh, Seven-part miniseries from Marvel Comics, 2003, yes, 2003, written by Robert Morales and penciled by Kyle Baker. And it's a, how do I put this? It's an interesting take on the Captain America story. It's a, it's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a, oh, we lost JD again. It's an enhancement to the original Captain America story, you know, because what was that story missing? Of course, racism. Uh and uh, yeah, so we all read it, and hopefully JD will be back shortly. But while we're waiting for JD, John, what were your initial impressions of this uh, story? This movie, this movie, this this series, this the writing was way more brutal and way more honest about 
racism than I thought it could possibly be for the time. I'm, oh, it's like, I, I'm, I'm constantly amazed at how ahead of themselves Marvel was in their writing at any given moment in history when they were tackling subjects that we are, as a society, only coming to terms with, like, even now. Right, right. I mean, it's definitely a comic that wouldn't have been written in 1940, but 2003, yeah. So it made sense. It was, I I thought it was interesting. I loved, one of the aspects I loved was the style of the art was very 1940 pulp. And they're telling this story in that art style. It was like, oh, that's fitting. Like, it, it works. It's, you know, it was kind of cartoonish, but you're dealing with a very serious, uh, mature story here. Yeah, it, it's 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 very dark. I mean, essentially, the premise of the story for people who don't know, basically the idea was before they gave the uh, super soldier serum to Captain America, they gave it to a battalion of African-Americans to test it on them. And most of them die. Actually, they kill a large number of they choose which ones they're going to experiment on. They kill the rest and then, well, murder impl- the rest. Yeah. It's implied that they kill them. They don't actually show that. And then they give it to, I can't remember how many they give it to, but then only tens actually survive getting the injection of the super soldier serum. One of them being, oh, shoot, who's the main character? Isaiah. Isaiah. Yeah. Bradley, the, who yeah. who was in Falcon and Winter Soldier, which is what inspired us to read this book for the show. And the the MCU version is much kinder to the to Isaiah Bradley than it were. Well, they they glossed they they didn't really go into detail about what happened, right? In the well, movies. no, well, it's not only that. Okay, spoilers. We're, we'll, we'll just we'll say it. We're going to go into spoilers at the end of this story. Isaiah is the only one who survives and he's lived like it starts in the forties, but comes to present time or 2003. He's the only one who survived. And by the time we get to, to present day, you, you, you find out that he has brain damage from everything. So he's not all there. So like, and that, that, you know, they didn't portray that obviously in Falcon winter soldier. He was just bitter for what had happened to him. Yes. And uh, yeah, very brutal. I am ticked that JD we should wait. Off. We should wait until he's here to do this, dude. All right. Cut, okay. cut here. Da 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 da. Nice. All right, boys and girls. After multiple technical difficulties, we're going to cut it short this week because JD isn't here, and we do since he is a comic book creator and writer. We wanted his him to be part of this conversation on uh, truth. So we will continue it next week. I promise. This this is we we are cursed with this one. Although the first two times were my fault. Yes, now they're JD's fault. So I will be here next week. John will be here next week. Yep. And JD hopefully will be here next week. So on that note, as always, thanks for hanging out. Don't let your cape caught in the door. Have a good week. <laughs> <laughs>